Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Bite-Sized Philosophy. This week is one that I'm very, very excited about because we have an interview series with my friend Jack Caparuccio. Jack is someone that I met through Twitter. He's someone that I met through the fantasy football space, and he does a lot of fantasy football analysis. He runs a podcast titled No Cap with Jack Caparuccio. Uh, the link to that will be in the description he also just is a generally good guy. Um, he has a lot of great wisdom to share throughout this whole week, so there will be episodes coming pretty much every day. And I am really excited to share these all with you. Jack talks about life. He talks about um, perseverance. He talks about some content creation. He talks about some of the elements that go into what he does, um, both in the nonprofit space, when in email marketing, also in content creation for fantasy football. He talks about his family. He talks about what success looks like and how he's pursuing that and striving for that. There's just so much good stuff in this conversation. And so in an effort to continue to prioritize your time, uh, we're publishing this interview as a series. So we're publishing one episode at a time and each one is going to be between 10 and 20 minutes. Uh, the goal is to get them as short as possible without without cutting out any of the knowledge or any of the wisdom that Jack shares. So thank you for tuning in today, and I am really excited to be sharing this with you. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show, and you'll be able to catch all the updates and everything coming this week. So the last thing I'm going to add is this. One of my favorite reasons for doing this show is to be able to hear from you, to be able to get your feedback, to be able to have this not just not just as a podcast, but to really have this as relationships that I'm building with you, that I'm building with the listeners, that I get to learn from you as much as you learn from me. And so the way that I'm bringing that up is I am going to, again... I used to do this, and then I stopped for a while, and I'm going to bring it back. So I want to hear from you. I want you to text me uh, with your comments. I actually, I this is my phone number. I actually will respond, and I'll hear back from you. So please text 323-609-5262, and I'll respond to you. Uh, we can have conversations about the show there. You can tell me what you like. You can tell me what you don't like. You can you know, provide some ideas, some insight, all of that. And I really do want to hear from you. That's not a joke. So thank you very much. And without further ado and further introduction, we will get into part one of this interview series with Jack Caparuccio. Welcome to Bite-Sized Philosophy, the show where we look at short quotes, ideas, and talk to real people about practical ways to solve the problems that we face every day in our lives. These episodes are short, no more than 10 or 15 minutes, so that you're able to listen to them as part of your daily routine. I want to hear from you, so as you listen to this, as you have thoughts or different answers to these questions that we're asking, shoot me a text at 323-609-5262. I'll respond. I'm your host, Joel Sigrist, and thank you for spending your time with me today. So the first one that I wanted to start off with, Jack, is thank you for coming on the show. If you could put something on a billboard that millions of people would see, what would you put on it? What would that say? Yeah, so when I looked at this, I thought about it for a while, and the immediate response that came to mind was just do it right. But 
that's obviously been used, said, beaten, you know, like a dead horse into the ground, into people's minds of why you should do things. So I guess mine would be just keep going, just the two words, quite honestly. And I, I say that because it's easy to tell people, well, just do something, just go ahead and do it, even though you don't feel like doing it, just go ahead and do that. And that's not always necessarily realistic, that people have different circumstances in life. People have all kinds of varying issues, whether it's mental health, whether they have financial limitations that, that prevent them from doing something. So it's not always feasible to say, just do something, right? So I like to think of it as keep going because if you don't think you're actively going towards whatever your goal is, even if you don't have a goal, you're still working towards something. Like I try to tell people to try and get even marginally better at something you do every single day. And I think that that encapsulates that philosophy because if I'm having a bad day, like I've been super overworked in general, I've had tons of stuff to do and it's felt like the bad days keep stacking. And I try to remind myself that like, just keep going forward because there is a bigger picture at the end of the road and everything you're doing now is working towards what you want later. Even if it's something as simple as like you did a bad thing at work, like something came back and it wasn't ideal, it didn't, wasn't as effective as you thought it would be. Take whatever you did wrong from that and learn from it. And let's say if it's, if you're in email marketing and you sent out an email that had a bad click rate, keep going with it and see maybe why that happened, try to figure it out, and then try to, to bake that into whatever your next project is with emails. And it doesn't mean just because you're unsuccessful in something to stop doing it. You know, I think most successful people would tell you that you have to fall like 200 times and get up the 201st time, and the 201st time you get up, it'll be successful. Like you have, you don't know how many times you're gonna have to fall. So I guess keep going is mine. It might be a little bit corny, but that's my general philosophy behind it at the least. No, I like that. I like that. I think I don't. I don't necessarily think that is corny because I think, like corny or not, that's real. I had a project a couple of weeks ago where we were just transitioning to this new system, and so it's mm -hmm. like it's it's a whole transition. And we put out like the first email within the new system, and it performed like way worse than the old system, and like just it was like orders of magnitude worse. And like you're saying there's a lot of ways that you can respond to that. And I could have like beat myself up over it, but instead I was like, well, <laughs> this sucks, but I need to like keep doing my job and I need to just figure out how to learn from this so that the next time we do something with this system, it's not going to be as bad and we can salvage this and be able to move forward with it. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's, I think it's important to not get caught up in your failures. I think you should reflect on them and learn from them and see what happened. But I think getting trapped in that is is what leads to, it's a real slippery slope. You, you can beat yourself up about it really quickly. And we have, we, I've had the same thing. We're, we're transitioning a new email platform soon. We're going to Salesforce and everyone's dreading what's gonna happen to click through rates and open rates and everything like that. So I completely feel you on that one. Yeah, yeah. And if, you're, if you want to beat yourself up over the mistakes you make, like you can do that endlessly because we're all just mm -hmm. making mistakes forever. Like I, I like what you said about you can fall 200 times and you just have to get up the 201st. And that's, that's probably true. It could be like thousands of times that you're falling and it doesn't matter how many times you fall. Like what matters is that you get up one more than that. And that basically our lives are just making mistakes forever until we're, until we like get up past. Yeah. I like that. I like keep going because we all need to, right? There's not a lot of options. So. No, there isn't. It's it's one of those harsh truths of once you learn to embrace the fact that you're going to have to wake up the next day and you're going to have to keep trying and keep trying, then 
in a way for me that makes things easier because I have to do something anyway, so I might as well put my best foot forward on it. How do you deal with like the internal messaging with that? That like it's easy when you make mistakes or when you transition to a new platform or a new system or try something new that yeah, it's probably not gonna go that well and you do make mistakes with that. How do you deal with your internal monologue of staying positive through that and encouraging yourself to actually get up and keep going? Yes, I know me personally, I am very much a planner and a try to foresee potential issues of anything that is day job related, that's hobby related, anything. And I think that that kind of planning mindset leads me to, like, I have a lot of hesitation when I go into anything of thinking A through Z can go wrong. Here Here are the 26 specific things that I think could go wrong with this. And I, it's kind of a hard mindset to bake yourself into, and it's not for everyone of expecting some kind of disappointment or some kind of non-ideal thing to happen out of what you're trying. But what it does for me is when that thing, one of those things actually happens, I'm not completely caught off guard. I'm not like, like, how could this possibly happen? Then I have that, you know, tailspin moment. It's just something that I've learned over time that helps me kind of take those blows in a way of, well, you know, I, I, we talked about this could happen. It's, it's in the range of outcomes, as they like to say. And expecting those range of outcomes and anything you do in life is super important because you could have a project where you plan for months and months and months and months and do all this work and all. You could do hour by hour breakdowns of what you're going to do and when. And by the time the thing launches, and we'll use a plane metaphor, it just loses an engine and drops out of the sky because a rat ate through one of the wires, right? <laughs> well, to, to put it that, so to speak... You can't guess that. You have no idea what's going to happen. But if you can say, here's what can go wrong with an engine. And then they say, this is what was wrong with the engine. Then you at least expect some of it. And you're not completely in this mindset of I'm terrible. I did something wrong. I screwed up. Sometimes things just happen because they happen. They don't always happen because of something you did. The, one of the best things I've heard is to stop taking things so personally. And some people don't like that because... The person, the example is you're driving to work and the person in front of you or person behind you is road raging, screaming at you because you're not going slow enough. And you're saying, I'm going three miles over the speed limit. What more can I do? And you think it's about you, but it's not about you. It's about the person behind you. The person behind you probably has something going on. They're angry for a different reason. Maybe they have some kind of emergency. You have no idea, but we assume that everything is about us and that everything that happens reflects on us. You know, so that person behind you isn't angry at you. They don't even know you 99% of the time. So you have to take yourself out of that and look a little bit larger picture and say, it's not about me. Here's all the things that could be going wrong. So that's a long winded way to <laughs> explain it. But really, I mean, you have to just, you have to, I, I, I think, plan on what could go wrong. And then when things do go wrong, try to disassociate yourself from that a little bit and say, this is a bigger picture thing. It's not just about me. Because how many how many projects do you work on that are touched by other people? Every right? single one of them. <laughs> exactly. So along the way, if something looked bad or something went through, like an email got out and there was a spelling error in it and 20 people checked it. And then you blame yourself because you say, well, I'm the one who was responsible for it. Like, obviously, yes, but those 20 other people could have caught it too. Yeah. And that's my point is that it's not always about ourselves. And that can really go a long way to absorbing it and not getting yourself down when bad things happen because there's a lot of other people who could help you out on the way. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really cool. One of my mentors a couple of years ago said like the best piece of advice that she could give to me was never take anything personally. Just like you're in in so many situations when people are upset with the result or the situation or what happened or whatever, like they're not upset about you. Like they don't care about you. You're not the focus of it. The focus is, man, this email XYZ or this project XYZ like they're they're not focused on you they're focused on the result and maybe you were responsible for that maybe you were involved in that and maybe there's things you can learn from that but it's so rarely about me it's so rarely about you it's so rarely about the person there it's so much more often about the result behind that and yeah I like the way you put that thanks for tuning in today Uh, I had so much fun putting together this series with Jack, and so make sure to come back tomorrow. There will be another episode. We'll be diving into what does success actually look like and what does being successful really mean. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you come back tomorrow and let me know what you think. Shoot me a text at 323-609-5262. Thank you and have a good rest of your day. Thanks for spending your precious time with me today, listening to Bite Sized Philosophy. I know your time is important, and that's why I keep these episodes short. It really means the world to me that you'll tune in and that you'll hang out with me for these 10, 5, 15 minutes. You're the reason that I wanted to get back into this and wanted to keep recording and putting out content. Be sure not to miss anything. Follow me on Twitter at JoelSigristFF, at Instagram at SigristMedia or on my website, joelsigrist.com. I also have an email list that you can subscribe to on my website, and I hope to keep hearing from you. I learn more from you than you learn from me. So thank you for spending your time with me today, and we'll see you next time on Bite-Sized Philosophy.